Welcome back to The Countdown. My name is Ian Farmer, and I thank you for listening today. Today we have topics such as Sonny Michelle to the Rams, Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley on Sunday, Jaguars Travis Anthony um, injury, and Mike Budenhoser signs an extension with Milwaukee. I apologize about yesterday. Um, I had some difficulties with my mic, but I got them all fixed. It is all good now. Uh, appreciate y'all for listening in the day. I can't wait to talk about that Sony Michelle trade. It's a uh, something I I really like the move. I really like the move by the Rams. I don't like the move on the Patriots side of things. However, let's hop into it. Patriots sh- trade Sony Michelle to the Rams. I think it's a good pickup for the Rams, especially after losing Cam Akers to that injury over the offseason. Uh, I do believe Sony Michelle. Sony Michelle worked in Bill Belichick's system. We did not know who Sony Michelle was until the Patriots Super Bowl season. I do think he is a system running back who worked in Bill Belichick's system. So we could take a step back. However, he is a good running back with experience. No matter if he fits the system or not, he's still going to be productive, at least till Cam Akers gets back. And I think it's a great pickup for the Rams. Bad move for the Patriots. There was no reason that the Patriots should have gave away a fourth and sixth round pick away for Sonny Michelle. There's no way that the Patriots should have took two draft picks, not even within the first three rounds, for Sonny Michelle, who is by no way a negative aspect to the team. Cam Newton's getting old. He's not going to have much of a running component anymore. Rex Berkman, I haven't heard of him in a while. We haven't heard of him in a while. Who knows what's next for the Patriots? That that's a that's a that's a step back for me. I think the Patriots took a small step back today, this morning. No reason to give Sony Sony Michelle away. However, you got Matthew Stafford at QB on the Rams. Sony Michelle at running back. Cooper Cup. Um. Robert Woods, and that defense, Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, that defense is stacked. Best defense, in, best defense in the NFL. Can't wait to see the Rams this season. You guys know I have them going to the Super Bowl. So that also makes a lot more sense. Sonny Michelle is known for his playoff performances and his Super Bowl performance. We may very well see Sonny Michelle in a Super Bowl again. And we may very well see him go up against Tom Brady in the NFC Championship game. Great move for the Rams. Great move for the Rams. Jake Paul versus Tyron Woodley is on Sunday. Can we please stop doubting Jake Paul? Can we just please stop doing that? I know that some of us hate him. Most of us hate him. Even I don't have a history. I mean, even I have a history of not liking him. I'm a big KSI fan. I don't have a history of liking Jake Paul one single bit. However, a Nissan Gib. First round knockout. Ben Askren. First round knockout. I don't care who his opponents are. He has talent. You can't knock someone out in the first round without talent. You got um, 
Deji, which Jake Paul struggled against because it was his first time in the ring, but fifth round knockout. Jake Paul hasn't fought a box, hasn't, Jake Paul hasn't had a boxing match where he hasn't knocked somebody out. I do think Tyron Willie will be Jake Paul's toughest opponent to date. He's more in shape and more agile than Ben Askren. Better overall fighter than Anison Gibb. But, I think Jake Paul, not sure if it goes six or eight rounds. If I'm not sure what it is. Six rounds, fourth round knockout, eight rounds, fifth round knockout. You will say, why does it matter how many rounds if you have a knockout towards the middle of the round of the match? Strategies. Fighters have different strategies for the amount of rounds in the fight. Jaguars. Travis Anthony suffered a midfoot sprain. He's out indefinitely, and it's likely season ending. That's obviously not good for him, you know, being injured and what was supposed to be his rookie campaign. It's not going to be until next year, more than likely. However, that is not good for Trevor Lawrence. We saw last year what happened with Joe Burrow in the Bengals. Uh, Joe Burrow had no offensive line, no weapons, no defense. He was the player. He had Joe Mixon, who, in my opinion, is probably a top 15 running back. But outside of that, Joe Burrow had nothing. And he got injured towards the end of the season. Don't be surprised if Trevor Lawrence doesn't get injured this season. I'm being dead serious. Um, the thing with the Jaguars is they have one of the worst rosters in the league. That Tim Tebow crap didn't work out. That's not a good look on them. I just think Trevor needs as many pieces around him. And right now he just he doesn't have that. He definitely does not have that. I can't wait to see Trevor Lawrence play this season, though. I think he's going to do great. He probably went Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think where this roster is headed this season, I think Trevor could be a little bit more or less productive, but still be good. Um, DJ Chark, who is a top 15 wide receiver, that's a great number one wide receiver for him to start his career out with. Definitely probably my offensive rookie of the year pick right now. Now, Trevor could have a weird season. Trevor could really have some weird games statistically this season. He could throw for uh, two, three picks, 250 yards. 250 yards, he did that. Three picks, one or two of them, you know, the weapons he has that hit off their hands or he got hit because the offensive line isn't good. Things like that. But overall, I don't think the roster holds him back enough to keep him from being a good quarterback this season. But yeah, I hope uh, best wishes for Travis Anthony. I, he they said he could come back later in the season. We'll definitely have to wait and see on that because we know how that goes. But without a doubt, ready to see the Jaguars play this season. Uh. Mike Budenhoser signed an extension. We all, you guys remember back when they played the Brooklyn Nets in the second round of the NBA playoffs this season. We all said if the Bucks do not win this series, that Mike Budenhoser will be gone. Happy for Mike Budenhoser. Three-year deal. We thought his job was lost prior to their playoff run after they beat the Nets. Um, 
Yeah, he's got three more years. Mike Budenhoser, this is bigger than you think. Phil Jackson, Dynasty. Pat Riley, Dynasty. Eric Spolscher, Dynasty. Steve Kerr, Dynasty. Greg Popovich, Dynasty. Three seasons? The Bucks could very well have another ring on their finger in three seasons. Mike Budenhoser could be the coach of a dynasty. Bigger than we think. Bigger than we think. The ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 form an alliance against the SEC. All I really had, all I really had to say on that is, you know, Texas A&M and Oklahoma are trying to come to the SEC in football. That may be the greatest college football conference of all time. Alabama and Georgia are top five. Uh, Oklahoma's top five. Texas A&M's a top ten, top ten team. More than likely somewhere between six, seven, or eight. Florida's a top 20 team. Auburn makes a comeback. They're a top 20 team. Man, watch out for the SEC. But I, I'm, I, despite being a Kentucky fan and being an SEC guy, I do actually side with the ACC, Big Ten, and Pac-12 on this. I think conferences should, I think teams should stay in their respective conference. Zach Wilson throw two touchdowns in preseason. Zach Wilson throw two touchdowns in his preseason, latest preseason game. I like what I'm seeing from Zach Wilson. Looks like he has accuracy. Looks like he has some mobility. I am definitely uh, still. I'm not going to overhype Zach Wilson. We see what the Jets did. This quarterback like Sam Darnold, who I think has potential, ruined his career. No offensive line. I mean, they still don't really have anything to be honest. But nevertheless. Can't wait to see Zach Wilson play this season. Uh, Curry's Steph Curry, Steph and Seth Curry's parents are getting divorced. Best of luck to them as they part ways. But that is their. I don't like getting into that stuff at all. To be honest. Uh, and go watch that video about Damian Lillard. He didn't know his shot against uh, OKC was from thirty-seven feet. That was uh, a funny video, funny picture to look at. But last but not least. And it is my NFL quarterback tier list. I got five tiers. Tier five. I'll say that as I go through. All quarterbacks in the NFL this season. And I will tell you rookies as we go along where I would place them at the end of the season where I think they will be. Tier five. These are the problem QBs. These team, these quarterbacks should not be on a, on an NFL team. They do not need to be in the respected systems. I have Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky did play good in his preseason game, but that doesn't make him make me put him up to tier four. Uh, notice how two of these quarterbacks are from, the, are from the Denver Broncos. I think the Denver Broncos have the worst quarterback situation in the NFL. Uh, I don't really mind the move for Teddy Bridgewater. I'm a Panthers fan, so I as I you know. Teddy Bridgewater being gone was kind of good for us. No disrespect to him. They only had to give up a six-round pick, so it didn't really hurt them. But, man, give, give Drew Locke one more season. It's okay. But he had, like, 24 touchdowns and, like, 13 interceptions. That is horrible. I guess we'll see what we can get from Mr. Biscuit, but that is my Tier 5 quarterbacks. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, and Mr. Biscuit. Tier 4, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, Jameis Winston, 
Carson Wentz and Big Ben, Cam Newton, COVID problems. Where is he going to be in this upcoming season? Had his struggles last season, has injuries. Sam Darnold, tier four is either looking to give away your quarterback or non-proven. Sam Darnold, Cam Newton is probably looking to give away if he doesn't show out this season and get all this COVID stuff situated. Sam Darnold is non-proven considering he got a reboot to his career. Daniel Jones looking to give away if he doesn't have a productive season. Jalen Hurts, I don't think he's going to be great. As I'm actually really a big Jalen Hurts fan, especially at Oklahoma. But um, non-proven for sure. Jameis Winston, somewhere in the middle. Carson Wentz, non-proven because he is in a different system with the Colts when he does get healthy. And Big Ben looking to give away. Big Ben is old. Here I would throw in Zach Wilson and Matt Jones. That's this right here is where I think they will be at the end of the season is around Tier 4. Not bad by any means. They could be higher. But it's just their rookie season. It's not a big deal. And I would also have Trey Lance in there too. Tier 3, these are my would-take calls on a QB potential trade. If, if I was a GM... And someone and another GM get, uh, called me up and said, we're going to give this for your quarterback. I'm listening. Uh, Derek Carr, Joe Burrow, Matt Ryan, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, and Tua. Uh, Derek Carr really does push the Tier 2 spot. I think he's just in the top of Tier 3. I mean, he's good, but we just haven't seen anything from him. Zero playoff appearances. I know that defense is really bad. I like the Raiders' offense. Derek Carr, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, who's on my fantasy team. You better play well, Josh Jacobs. But I have Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, something I forgot to add to Tier 3, he is kind of non-proven. But I'm not saying right now that I wouldn't take calls on Joe Burrow. Like, if the if Arizona's GM calls me and says, okay, before I start, we're, we're trying to get Burrow, which I don't know why, why they would do that. But I'm going to listen to what he says. And I, if it's a good enough trade, I'll process it and think it through. Uh, Matt Ryan, I do like that he now has an offensive head coach, which he didn't have for years. Uh, I guess we'll see what we can get from him this season. Man, if Matt Ryan retires and doesn't have a Super Bowl after that, after that 28-3 and loss, and that'd be horrible. I hate the how Falcons are like my most hated team in the NFL. I still kind of want to see him win, to be honest. Jared Goff definitely has taken a step back as a quarterback in a way. I think he also reaches near the top of tier two. Not maybe not nearly pushing tier two as much as Derek Carr, but he's right behind there. Kirk Cousins, who I think it's a lot of unnecessary hate. I know that Monday Night Football thing; it's all a bunch of memes and stuff. I do think it, but I, however, I do think he gets a lot of unnecessary hate. I think he's a decent quarterback. And two, along with Joe Burrow, is kind of in that non-proven category. Miami won, had a Miami was around six and two with him last season, though. So, like what I'm seeing from him. Tier two, these are my playoff quarterbacks. These team, these quarterbacks could lead an NFL team to the playoffs. Technically, Matt Ryan and Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff all could, but like I, but I've already explained myself on that. Tier two playoff quarterbacks: Baker Mayfield, Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyler Murray, Ryan Tannehill, and Matthew Stafford. 
Now, I'm going to go ahead and give you my tier one. My tier one is top QBs in the NFL, my Super Bowl quarterbacks. Especially after getting Sonny Michelle today, I think the team that Matthew Stafford is on definitely pushes his narrative for tier one, but I put him at the very top of tier two. And by the way, I'm not judging these quarterbacks off the system they're in. Like, if Tua was on the Buccaneers, I wouldn't put him in Tier 1 just because of, okay, he's going to go to the Super Bowl because the team he has. I'm not doing that. I'm just making those. I'm Those are side points for me. Uh, Baker Mayfield been through the playoffs, led the Browns to their first playoff in my lifetime. Dak Prescott, who I think is going to be in the back end of the MVP conversation this season, before his injuries, he's putting up some crazy numbers, around 300 yards a game. Justin Herbert, who broke a ton of rookie quarterback passing records last year. Better team than he is. The Chargers are better than they were last year. I can't wait to see what Justin Herbert does this season. Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers are actually 27-7 and when he plays. That's really good. Getting Trey Lance is okay because of Jimmy G's health issues. But if Jimmy G didn't have health issues, I don't see it. I don't see why. Kyler Murray, I do think the Cardinals get to the playoffs this season. I think their defense is good. A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, Ken Drake, who I think is sort of underrated. Ryan Tannehill has led his team to the playoffs. Derrick Henry, that defense is kind of bad, but that's not the point of this argument. Ryan Tannehill has stepped it up the last two years. Come on. And I've already talked about Stafford. By the way, something I forgot to mention, I would put Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields in Tier 3. My Tier 1, these are the top quarterbacks in the NFL. There's a total of 7 of them. I think that's around the maximum you could probably have is around 7. If you're pushing like 8 or 9, 10, 11 top quarterbacks in the NFL, that's a third of the starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Not all of them can be top tier. So I have 7 on here. Number 1, I have Patrick Mahomes. Number two is Tom Brady. Three is Aaron Rodgers. Four is Russell Wilson. Five is Deshaun Watson. Six is Josh Allen. And seven is Lamar Jackson. Let's go. Let's go through this. Patrick Mahomes won an MVP, won a Super Bowl. Best passer rating in the history of the NFL. Nothing I really had to say about Patrick Mahomes. Tom Brady, people don't have him as a top 10 quarterback, and they don't have him as a top 10 player in the league. Some people really, really think that. Uh, the man's in his 40s leading teams to Super Bowls. Uh, Tom Brady at two. Three is Aaron Rodgers. He had his best season in the NFL last year. 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. Despite the Packers' chemistry issues and all that, I don't see why you wouldn't have Aaron Rodgers in there. Russell Wilson, who was the front runner for MVP at the beginning of the year last season, I definitely think he's still good. Deshaun Watson, despite his allegations, which I definitely won't get into. Deshaun Watson has he had the most passing yards in the NFL on a 4-12 team. He had one weapon, Will Fuller, who's not going to get the most passing yards in the NFL. Deshaun Watson got his most passing yards in the NFL. Josh Allen, who just led his team to the AFC Championship game last season, one of the three MVP main one of the three main MVP candidates with Rodgers, Mahomes, and him, Josh Allen. In seven, I have Lamar Jackson. He has led his team to the playoffs every single season. We saw last year they were eleven and five. There were questions that they weren't going to make the playoffs. 
He came through. We all saw that Browns game came through. He's won an MVP. His passing is not bad. His passing is borderline good. Great runner. And that is my NFL quarterback tier list. I thank you guys for listening to the countdown today. Um, Continuing the grind. I'm going to start watching more film so I can get uh, more in-depth of my insight for sure. I'm going to go watch some Sonny Michelle film tonight for sure. But I thank you guys for listening. And as always, have an awesome day. Peace.